Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So one of the things that I've noticed that a lot of people when they're creating a world think that they have to have is your overarching map of the world. Sure. Like Westeros or Middle Earth or... Right. It's just this thing of if you're going to be creating a world, do you always have to have a map? So that's a great question. So it depends on where you're starting. So if you're starting in a, if you listen to our episode, uh, you know, yesterday, um, talking about the Bronze Age, mm-hmm. if you um, look at the Bronze Age, I would say if you're starting them off at a level, you know, one to three, one to five, something like that, or in a GURPS campaign, you know, 150 points, 250 points, something like that, I don't see why they need a map at all. Because they may just may you may need to have a local map just to kind of designate, okay, village, old ruins, uh, current mining operation, forest, swamp, but that you don't need to go further than maybe 20 miles outside of their hometown. Here's the seven things you care about, including the town. Go. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, a rudimentary map that doesn't have to be built to scale is enough for them to go, you know, so if you go, if you look at them and say, well, there's clues in the old map and the old mine, and there might be some clues for what you need to do in the swamp, and you realize... Well, there are opposite directions. We so, only have time to do one of these. So for clarification with this part, taking out a simple blank sheet of paper yes. saying town is in the middle, mines here, forest here, oh yeah, plains here, sea it, here, and having no scale, mine is like, here's the road that you might care about between is just yeah. enough. Here's a road to the sea. There's a road to the mine. There's a path to the mine. There's a main road out of the village, which only traders use. And I can add to it if I need, if we're going to something else in between that I came right. up with. By trader, I mean merchants. Yep. But yeah, um, not like people that are against you yeah, or something. You don't need scale. Yeah, you, no scale. You don't need a scale. You don't need anything. Now, I mean, if you're going to do like a, a higher level thing, you may want to create a map. I don't know. It just really depends. I mean, at the end of the day, Let's just have this conversation. So in our modern era, we're so used to having maps. We expose globes, which is a great invention, um, because you can actually do a a one-to-one scale on a globe where you cannot on a flat map Mm -hmm. um, in any way, shape, or form. And um, yes, you can get close, but go look at a world map and then go look at a globe and you'll see that South America is actually bigger than America and you'll realize how drastically messed up your flat maps are in the world. Greenland's not... Greenland's Three times not the huge. size of America. No, it's very it's very small actually. Um, that said, if you look at how things work, maps are a new phenomenon. Um, by new, I mean Last having years. having them available for anybody has really been a very recent phenomenon, right? One hundred fifty years, maybe, and one hundred fifty is being really generous. Probably like more like sixty years, mm-hmm. seventy years. Um, the fact that you can just go buy them, look them up online, whatever, for less than ten dollars is a is a testament to uh well, global manufacturing. You don't have global manufacturing. So even if you're in the golden age, somebody had to handwrite or create spells enough to like mass produce um maps. Those are gonna cost money. And then exactly how detailed are these maps? So when you start like using that like these map cartographer programs, which are great, I actually own one. But the point is, when you start looking at those, like they can get incredibly, amazingly deep and dense. Well, then you're asking, well, why do they exist like that in all the books I read? Well, to be honest, because they can. I mean, to be honest, like no one, no, have you ever, think about all the books you've read. 
name of all the fantasy books you've read. I've read a ton. I cannot think of one person who's ever been handed a map that is described in the detail of the maps that I have in the book. Mm-hmm. So if I think about like Robert Jordan and his Wheel of Time series, right, which was finished by Brian Sanderson after Jordan's death, there are maps of cities, there are maps of the world in every one of his books. There is no way that anybody has that map or Game of Thrones, for instance. I have a map of Game of Thrones that I would cut, laser cut on wood in my in my office right now. No one in the Game of Thrones world has that. In fact, you see it. You actually do see it. So if you go to Dragonstone, which is where Aegon the Conqueror was, Aegon Targaryen, he created a map of Westeros. And how was he able to do that? You want to guess? Hmm. Dragons. He could fly. So because he could fly, he could plot the the thing better yeah. than anybody else. Makes sense. And his map isn't even, even... If you look at this map that they show in the show, it's not 100% accurate. Yeah. Like so. another thing for accuracy during uh, during the infancy of our of of the country of America during the golden age of British sailing, they there's several maps out there that were produced that has California as an island, right, right, because there's inaccuracies of having somebody trek through the land, right. We have no idea what happened. So that map was produced for like. 50 years where California was an island. Yeah. Maps are really interesting to go look at in the history of maps. All I'm trying to say is, so if you're daunted, you're starting to become a new GM and you're like, oh my God, I got to build a world and I got to set my people in it and I got to have this world map and I got to know the 18 kingdoms and the and the uh, trade populate. You know, I, I basically have to be create a wiki page from Wikipedia about every kingdom, their population density, how many children they have, their you, census bureau. You don't You're have way to. overthinking. You have an inward reason why. Making maps that are accurate costs money. And do no, they care doesn't. enough about the little town called Bagden that has no yeah. no purpose? Or are you going to care about the Bree, Rivend- Rivendale, and a few others? Because right. that's where trade goes through. And to be honest, you might care about towns along the way because. You're going to stop there. And to be That's honest, it. if you're looking at a real map, what most likely happened is they'd put a dot on a ma- on a map. They'd draw a kind of road, put another map, another dot, and they would say, "That's about two days by horse." Yep. There's a town called X halfway in between, which is one day away on horse, and there's another one between those two, which is a half a day ride on horse. So you now know on this road, if you start late, you can make it to the next town. But if you start late after this town, you might as well just stay there for another day because there's not another town to go to. Also, the other thing of the whole entire cliche hook of somebody in the tavern gives you a map. Yeah, right. So the person, in order for you to have a map of a dungeon, in any sense, somebody had to go survey the dungeon. Yeah. Somebody's powerful enough to clear out that dungeon. If they were able to survey it to know exactly how many stalactites and stalagmites were in that one cavern, they killed off all the cobalt sitting in said cavern to do so. Or even just a very basic layout of this room is approximately X thing and there's a door here. They've had to clear out that room. Yeah. Why is there things here then? Yeah. So why, why why do you need a map? So at the end of the day, it's one of those things where I normally stay away from maps at all costs. Um, and there's really no reason not to, to be honest. And so if you do you need a map, I'm going to say no. If you want a map, do it very simply. 
And then you can uh, build on it from there if you really want to. At higher levels, they may make their own maps. But at the end of the day, there's no real reason to uh, give them a, you know, a program, a map that you built from a $300 program uh, so that everything's fine. Mm-hmm. I would literally just do a really nastily drawn, hand-drawn map because most likely that's exactly what you have in the tavern or somewhere else in the town is somebody who's like, yeah, it's about a day and a half to this place. So I just drew dots there. Definitely. You know, and that's all you need. So don't don't feel like you have to, uh, you know, come up with a map that, uh, no offense, the the let's just be honest. If you get picked up by Tor Fantasy, chances are what happens is they are sitting down with this person to build them that map. Anyway. And they're literally working with a guy who's making maybe eighty dollars to $100,000 a year who just makes maps and, for fantasy books. And the other advantage... If your players or if you're wanting to do a continent or a world map, I know that Don John has a generator for that. Yep. If you're just wanting to do a very basic thing, but also, okay, so you just take a piece of paper, you draw a shape that you like that looks very continenty. Yep. Doesn't have to be accurate because at that time they're not going to survey the whole entire coastline like we do every single year to make sure. Yeah. And so, coastlines change. So if the map's 100 change. years old, it could be inaccurate. It could In fact, be completely it off. It is going to be inaccurate. There might be complete inaccuracies where they thought that that was an island. Maybe it was at their time. Maybe that guy was just smoking something and he was completely off at that time. Well, and then look at how much the land changes based on um, hurricanes and tornadoes, but specifically hurricanes, where if you have a flood event coming from a hurricane, low-lying land now now may be cut off from high land yes. forever. And... Especially then, if they're starting off in a local town that is kind of isolated, the infrastructure that they have is probably 100 years old or older than the newest up-to-date stuff just because they don't have the money for that. Exactly. The other thing I would also mention really quick, and then we'll go, is just also remember that in terms of natural disasters, there are wizard disasters. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And so it may be worth putting some really cool notable stuff like there's a gash in the landscape. Here. No one knows why, or maybe there's a great story around it. You know, maybe a god put his finger on the planet or something. But in reality, it was a 20th level wizard who was doing some stuff back in a golden age. Yeah. And he scorched the earth with a canyon. Here's this giant crater. Nobody knows why. Oh, meteor storm. Big, well, a lot giant of meteor storm from an old battle that we've long forgotten. Exactly. But, we're, but we have a story about a giant who sat there instead because we have to just, we have to have a reason for it, but we don't know the real reason. Exactly. And that's actually a good thing to point out really quick is all of the stuff that we have on a map um, typically is explained by some sort of mythology back in the old days, right? Why are the stars the way they are? There's a mythology around each star. Why do we have seasons? Well, the Greeks had a mythology around two gods getting married. Why are there earthquakes? Well, there's Cyclops is hammering in a forge, and that's and that's what you're hearing when, yep. when an earthquake happens. Is they're banging away or they're moving? So everything has a, a really cool reason for it. And we're going to talk about mythology and whether or not you should delve into it in a later episode, but we're going to go ahead and conclude this one now. So we'll see you later. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.